failure feels normal to our nervous system. Success, on the other hand, does not. Very rarely we feel successful because success is more a feeling than it is of a dollar amount, right? Just like it isn't a number of the scale. It is not the size of your jeans. It's actually not a dollar amount. Sorry to break it out to you. It's more of a feeling, the successful feeling, and then money is a byproduct of it. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses, and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited today because I have my friend Rebecca on here, and she is going to talk to us about so many awesome topics. But before we dive into today's episode, I am actually going to let her do a quick intro of who she is and what she does. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm a mom of two. I like to start with that. Wife to one. Let's all clarify. <laughs> Happily married. And I am a business coach. I help women ditch the status quo, stop with the hustle and make money simply in their business. Oh my gosh. I am so excited to have you here. One of the things that I love about you is your tagline is make it millionaires. So yes, I am here for that mama. I am here for that, which I love that you are a mama and you're also helping people become millionaires. So what is the mindset around becoming a millionaire? Because I truly believe if it's really the same, whether you want to make a hundred thousand dollars or you want to become a millionaire, but let's talk about what really is that mindset. And it's funny that you say that because my clients, they come to me when they're in a crossroads in their lives or when they don't have a business, they just have an idea. So I have the gift of coaching them through no business all the way to the millionaire status. And they are crying their car with me thinking that they're going to go bankrupt when they're about to make six figures. And they're still crying their car thinking that they're going to go bankrupt when they're about to be millionaires. Yes, (laughs) it is so true, isn't it? It is so true. We think that uh, it's easy for them to invest. It's easier for them to do the things, right? But truthfully, their help costs more. The team, there's more overhead. So they just have a higher tolerance for risk. And I think that's one of the things about millionaires. They have grown that risk muscle and they're ready to invest in themselves. When most people who are not yet at six figures, they sit in crossroads for too long instead of taking the action and then course correcting as they go. Mm-hmm. So do you believe that people who maybe who haven't hit six figures yet, they haven't necessarily even seen the vision of like, I have to do these things now in order to get to that six figures. So let's just use like a team for an example. They don't see why they need the team or maybe why it doesn't make sense to get the team now 
because of where the vision is later, where like the multiple six figure earner or the seven figure earner is like, I understand why it doesn't make sense right now. I understand why I might even be negative in my bank account, but I see the vision of where it's going. Absolutely. And I always say, do the next aligned thing according to the vision, to the woman in the vision, not to the woman in the mirror. Right. Ooh, the woman, I love the that. Mirror, yes. The woman to me is reacting to their circumstances. She's in hustle mode. She only sees her day to day. She is only thinking about how do I pay my mortgage? Right. That's a really valid concern. But if you start operating in a bigger picture and say there's a woman out there crying for my help right now and get yourself out of the way because we are all here to serve and it's nice and it's like cute. Right. And it's training and everybody say, I'm here to serve. But truthfully, when it comes to actually doing the things, we put ourselves in the way. We put our insecurities in the way. We put our fears in the way. We put ourselves in the way and think sometimes like, oh, I haven't done that myself. Like, how can I help somebody else, right? And it's the self-inflicted imposter syndrome. Well, guess what? A dentist needs his own dentist to pull a tooth, right? A neurosurgeon needs somebody to operate on his brain. Get yourself out of the way and just do the thing there because there's people crying for your help right now. So how does the person who's in the mirror start to do those shifts? Like she's in the mirror. She doesn't see that higher level yet. She's not, she's not embodying it yet. How does she start to shift that? By putting herself first. So instead of waking up and going to Facebook and going into email and reacting to the kids and making, right, reacting to things, she is, okay, kids, are you guys settled? You guys pour yourself some cereal. Mom is going to jump in on the computer and I'm going to do a live for my people because I'm here to offer or I'm going to do a post. She starts showing up for herself because so many times we use our roles as excuses not to take up space. So good. So good. So <laughs> as a mom yourself, I'm sure that you have a morning routine that I'm sure your kids are taken care of, but I'm assuming you put yourself in your business first. I have a mantra, right? So some people say happy wife, happy life, like mama comes first in Mm -hmm. every single way. (laughs) (laughs) So what does that look like? What does mama come first look like for you? It looks like mama is going to bed, whether the kids are up or not, mama is going to bed, right? Mm -hmm. Mama is going to tell the kids one time and each time that it it takes more than one time, they're going to get penalized for it. There's 15 minutes of electronic taking away because if you take my time is worth money. If you're taking my time, I'm taking away your money, right? Oh, I love it. (laughs) And it looks like doing my power hour and it's not... If I, I'll be lying to you if I say I get up at five o'clock in the morning. Like I'm not five o'clock in the me morning. Me neither. Me neither. Right, I, I know. Mama needs her rest before she needs anything else. But I did take a 15 minute walk with my puppy this morning before jumping on this podcast. Me too. Yes, you think. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you know, like, and I got dressed because I feel better when I'm dressed. So I'm not in my PJs feeling frumpy all day, right? And that's for me. And that, that's one thing that I, it's interesting because it's a shift that I made for myself. It's not a shift that I made to react to my clients. It's not a shift that I made, you know, to look okay and put together in the pickup line. It's not. It's a shift that I made for me. And those little shifts, because we think that in order for us to have uh, to be millionaires, we have to have this amazing, you know, routine where we're waking up at five o'clock in the morning and then we're hitting the gym and then we're doing this and then we're doing that. And we take for granted those 15 minute breaks, those little things that we can do in 15 minutes time. I didn't build my business on 15 hour days. I built them 15 minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. I love that. How long have you been an entrepreneur? How long have you been in, in this space? For uh, a little over four years. Four years. How long mm-hmm. did it take you to get to the millionaire status, seven figure status? 
he has taken me four years. <laughs> okay. So I love that. You were not a millionaire overnight. It took you no. four years. And here's the thing to get myself out of the way, right? Full transparency. I was helping people become millionaires way before I was even close to being one. I was helping people become millionaires way before I was at six figures. One of my clients who's been with me for almost five years now, I was helping her reach multi six figures before I even made like a 5K month. Mm-hmm. Right. I got myself out of the way because I knew I had these skills. I didn't like they weren't. I'm not a mentor. The people are not duplicating my results. Right. I'm a coach. I jump in to fill the gaps. And I think that that's sometimes things get diluted in our industry as far as coaching, where people have to they feel like they have to walk the talk. Right. And we do in a certain way as far as knowing what we're talking about, getting results for other people and not lying about the things that we do. But we are gap fillers for others, right? We're that bridge of where they're now to where they're going. And it doesn't matter if we're that bridge for ourselves. No, I have a, I have a lot of clients that make more money than me. Absolutely. And I think that that is super important that people do know that it's like, I have clients that are making more sales a month than me, but I am helping them make it like I'm finding their gaps. And because I'm finding their gaps and because I'm filling their gaps and because I'm on the calls with them, sometimes I'm not making the money. Because I'm in their business, I'm doing those things. And so I that love- is, I want to call you out there for just a second. That is the flip, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm not there, I'm helping them. And then that flip, that 15 minute flip is, how can I help them and still help me? Mm-hmm. Right. How can I be there for them and just for the kids and for the husband, for everybody? My husband's also an entrepreneur. And a lot of times I'm super resentful because I'm like, I help you. Do you know how easy you get? You just get to exist. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think is the difference between a coach and a mentor? A mentor has walked that path and he's showing others how to do the same thing as they're, 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 they're doing, right? And a coach is the person filling up the gap. So I'm really, my gift is simplicating the heck out of everything. My client's gift is complicating the heck out of everything. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel that gap for them, you know? <laughs> I love that. One of the things that I actually screenshotted on your Instagram was, because obviously this is a sales podcast, was simplicity in selling. So let's talk about how people overcomplicate sales when it comes online and how simplicity really is the name of the game. Oh, I love that question. Such a juicy question. We complicate out of everything thinking that we need to deliver this amazing thing, right? We need to deliver the Rolex. And truthfully, what we need to do, the Rolex, before your clients get to the Rolex, they need to have a cheap watch and they need to work it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so many times we get in a way because again, there's people you know, selling five figure offers, six figure offers. And if you're not, if your energy is not backing that up yet, just sell something that's simple, something that's super tangible. I like the power of threes, right? So what am I known for? I'm known for strategy, money, mindset. Those are three things that I do. And because it's so simple, it makes it simple for my clients to tell their people about me. Rebecca has helped me with strategy, money, mindset, right? Easy. And I do something that I love that's called PS marketing, because so many times we have this really poetic way of putting a post up, right? And everything looks so polished. I just talk about what I want to talk about. And I say, PS, by the way, I'm selling this thing. Come by. Yep. It's a very (laughs) laid back approach, a very laid back, indirect way of selling. Very indirect way. And I call this the reverse sales method where most people are pushing stuff down people's throat. And what I do is, are you sure you want to buy this? Are you sure this is for you? I'm asking them because when they are 100% in, it makes my job easier that I don't, I don't have to drag them down the line. Yeah, I think that all of us have people in our world 
that has taken way too much time and way too much energy. And it's because they weren't all in. And if you can screen that pre-sale, it makes the whole thing, right? And then you have social proof later. You get bragging rights mm -hmm. to like say, hey, I have my plan with this. And it was easy. It was in flow. So simple. Keep thinking about the three things, the three key things that that offer has that your clients want. Talk I about it. Yeah, in a very powerful way, show up and talk about it. Because a lot of times people, I don't know if we complicate sales as much as we complicate marketing. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's so funny because people come to me all the time and they think they actually have a sales problem. Obviously, I help people sell. That's my what I do in the space. I'm a, a sales coach. And it's like, no, you actually don't have a sales problem. You actually have a marketing problem. You think <laughs> it's sales, but it's actually a marketing problem. So I love that you actually talked about that. One of the posts that you did that I actually really loved, what it was talking about the biggest mistakes that people are making on their way to six figures. So let's talk about what do you think? Because most of my listeners are on their way to six figures and on their way to multiple six figures. What are some of the biggest mistakes that you see entrepreneurs making that if they're listening to this episode right now, we can be like, time out, stop doing this. We're going to save you time, energy, and money right now. Well, the first one is not showing up and I'm talking about the things they do. If they only talked, if they only talked about it as much as they think they're talking about it, right? And then the other mistake that they are so algorithm stuck. Like yes. really, the algorithm doesn't have that much power over you. You just keep showing up and eventually people are gonna find you. Jump from wagon to wagon. They do one launch that didn't work and they throw the whole baby out of the bathwater. Like just tweak, girlfriend, like just get, just tweak a few things, right? Get to pricing, get an irresistible thing and then move on. And perfectionism, it's a big one, right? It has to be perfect. Perfect is overrated. No amazing story ever started with, I was drinking a water, eating a salad and this thing happened. Most yeah. stories start with vodka, dancing on table. <laughs> <laughs> I was a train wreck. Yes. And that's how it starts. So stop throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And I think that you could agree with that, right? So like people think that the whole thing's messed up. The whole business is messed up. And they have this really exaggerated way of just, okay, maybe my pricing was off. Maybe my offer was too long. Maybe I didn't promote it enough, right? And yes, and that's the thing. And also like looking at what everybody else is doing. That's yeah. a big mistake. So-and-so is doing this. So-and-so is doing that. Well, so-and-so isn't you. So what do you really want to do? And I think that so many times we, and I call this self-inflicted self-sabotage because we, there's a self-sabotage and there's also situations that we create so we can feel like the saboteur of our own story, right? And one of them is we don't stop and ask ourselves what we really want. Mm -hmm. We keep uh, with this chase energy, just chasing the next thing, the next thing. Like, what do I really want? What do I really want to offer my clients? What results can I back it up? What price do I want it to begin? Because so-and-so is selling five. I mean, think about it. People are making money selling dirty underwear. We can literally sell. Dirty socks, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Right. We can sell anything and make money. Farts in a jar. <laughs> yeah, literally. If you're listening to this right now, go sell farts in a jar. I don't because she got in a big trouble for selling. Um, she had like some GI issues and she stopped selling. So don't give yourself some GI issues. <laughs> but it is true. It's like you can literally sell anything. And that's also like the power of marketing. It's like, that's what I say all the time. It's like the best marketer is always going to win. It's not about the best product. It's not about the best pricing. It's like, who is the best marketer out there at all times? And, you know, it's, it's so interesting. I actually just got off of COVID and I had COVID for 13 days. I was 
literally dead to the world and did not do anything for 13 days. And today my CFO messaged me and she's like, Hey, you got to pay your taxes. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I got to pay my taxes. And I didn't make any money the last 13 days. I was like, my business is falling apart. I, I automatically think that she's like, no, your business is not falling apart. You had COVID and you did not show up for 13 days. So like you didn't sell anything, like calm down. But so often we think like, oh my gosh, our business is falling apart. You know, I'm not selling anything. And it's like exactly what you just said. It's like, you don't have to throw everything out with the bathwater. It's just like, no, maybe you didn't show up. Maybe you were sick. Maybe your offer wasn't priced right. Maybe your audience didn't want that. It's like, we're so quick to be like, oh my gosh, it's on fire. We just have to throw it out. And it's like, no, just go back and re retweak something and redo something else. And then a lot of times I would say that 80% of the time is because we didn't show up. hundred percent. Right. It's just we didn't show up. It's not that the offer sucks, not that the pricing's out of line. It's that you didn't show up enough. And why didn't you? Because of fear. And most times it's so fascinating because people have more fear of success and they have a failure. Why do you think you that know? is? Because we know failure is familiar, right? I think mm -hmm. that a lot of times we feel like a failure as a mom, we feel like a failure as a wife, as a housekeeper, right? Like I look around my house, I'm like, this isn't clean. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no clean underwear for anybody, you know? Um, so that is familiar, right? That is um, buying to the expectation that probably people in your childhood told you that the failure feels normal to our nervous system. Success, on the other hand, does not. Very rarely we feel successful because success is more a feeling than it is of a dollar amount, right? Just like it isn't a number of the scale. It is not the size of your jeans. It's actually not a dollar amount. Sorry to break it out to you. It's more of a feeling, the successful feeling. And then money is a byproduct of it. In the, so success, we don't know because the times that we were successful, that we were super happy, people told us to stop, you know, it's not cool be humble. I hate that word. I have a really hard time with it, the humbleness. Be humble. Don't be, don't be so full of yourself. You know, who do you think you are? So, and we bought into that. So we don't know. Success feels unsafe. Mm -hmm. It's so true. I, I love that you talked about that. So one of the things that I actually love to talk about on my podcast a lot when it comes to success in making millions and making a lot of money is this pendulum shift that has come on to the online space of all masculine energy or all feminine energy. Where do you stand on that? Like, do you believe that people still need to be in all masculine energy, all feminine energy? Do you believe that it just, you kind of sit back and manifest it? Do you believe you got to get to work? Like, what's your take on it? Okay, so let me uh, give Especially you- Especially somebody who helps people make millions of dollars. <laughs> let me give you a bit. I went to actually, I went to business school. I've been business since I was 17. I started as an intern. So I've always had some kind of business position. And my personal belief is that the masculine energy sets the foundation for the feminine to thrive. Mm -hmm. So the masculine energy is the systems, the processes, the tangible things, because there's a lot of talk about ease and flow. Ease yeah. and flow is a decision, right? Is a decision to have systems that works for you. Is a decision to put money in marketing, maybe a team, maybe ads, whatever it is. So the feminine is a byproduct of the masculine. You need both in order to thrive. And I truly believe the masculine comes first. Agreed. Me too. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but again, I love hearing other people's opinions. I love hearing other people's things. I mean, I had a girl on the podcast earlier today and she is like 99.9% .9 for the feminine. And I, I love hearing both of it, but I do love people who are 
that believe so much in the masculine, because what I think happens so often is that people are so persuaded in the feminine and they tend to live there. And then they wonder why they're not getting the results. They're not seeing anything happening in the strategy. Well, they don't have strategy. They're wondering why they're not making the money. And it's like, because they're just really living in the feminine and they have exactly what you just said, no foundation of what their business is really being built on. There's just kind of in this ease and flow, but there's no foundation of what anything's really being built on. Exactly. I love that you said that, especially as a sales coach, that's like super, super important for you and for your people to absolutely hear that. Because when you look at the people who are having ease and flow and are thriving in the industry, if you really dig deep, you're going to see that there's a strategy. You're going to see (laughs) that there are ads. You're going to see, and I think that we're doing a disservice to the whole, right? Because let's talk about it like it's very romantic to say I just wake up and I was on vacation and my dream client came in you know it's so nice and I had really amazing launch and it was a $50,000 launch in 15 hours of work including Mm -hmm. delivery time right like amazing "Ah, amazing but I'm really clear I showed up for two years straight yes before that before that and you built the audience and you built your name and you built your brand Exactly, exactly. So a lot of people don't say that. They say, oh, I had, I made $50,000 in the launch for 15 hours work. Come find out how. And we're selling this pie in the sky to people. Mm-hmm. And I'm really transparent, like, no, this is a strategy that I followed for two years. And I kept launching this thing, launching this thing, launching this thing, tweaked everything. And then all of a sudden click and I make $50,000 in two hours, right? Yes. Or in 15 hours, not two hours, in 15 hours. It um, wasn't like I just came here and just put up an Instagram post and all of a sudden money just started flying into me. It's yeah. I I love that too. And even like myself, I've been in the online space for two years, you know, and I hit, you know, half a million dollars my first year. And I tell people all the time, it's like, I did the work every day for the first 18 months so that now money does come in on a daily and it is much easier, but I didn't just, it's not just here because I just manifested it. It's like, I've done the work every single day that yes, now it is easier, but because for 18 months prior, I built the foundation, I built the marketing, I built the sales, I built the community, I built the trust, I built the authority, all of those things. So that yes, now it is a little more ease and flow to it. Right. And just show up and throw up an Instagram post. And people just started like sliding into my DMS, these dream clients (laughs) and were like, take my money. It doesn't happen like that. Well, first of all, massive congratulations. That's a freaking big deal. You should be proud of yourself. I'm really excited for you. That's amazing. The second thing is that it's the inner and the outer work, right? The inner work, right? Like, do I believe that I can? Can I show up and despite my fears? Can I get myself out of the way, right? Can I put people's expectation of me aside and invest in me first? Because that's really counter, like counterintuitive what people tell us to do, right? And then the mm-hmm. outer work, the checklist, the conversion rates, right? The How many people did I talk to? Why did I convert? What were their objections? How can I tweak this? Mm-hmm. So there's the inner and the outer work that shows the results. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's so much easier? I mean, I think it is for people to invest in the, like the strategy and the content and the sales that it is for them to do the inner work. Because it's tangible. Mm -hmm. When I invest in your strategy, I can blame you for not working. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
I, I see was, that all the time. I see people, it's like, they're so easy to invest in like the, the sales strategy and the, the content and the, the, that type of stuff. And then, you know, I've, I've worked with over 400 entrepreneurs in 18 months. And it's like, I see the people who are like really good mindset coaches and it's like, people don't invest as quick on that type of stuff. And it's like, but that's the stuff you need. And it's like, I just, I see it's like, people, they don't invest as quick on that, like inner work stuff. And it's like, sometimes it's like, that's what you actually need. You actually don't need me for sales. You actually Mm -hmm. need this person for the mindset stuff, but it's like, they want, they want to invest so much on like that strategy stuff more. And that's what I call one of the things that I call the self-inflicted imposter syndrome, right? Because then I can, I keep investing in other things. I keep putting my money in other people because I truly don't believe in myself and I can blame them for not working And what that happens. It happens that you see so many people inside those containers getting amazing results, but then you're not, you feel demoralized, right? And now you feel like an imposter. So that is like the cycle of the self-inflicted imposter syndrome. And it's really interesting. And I, I chase the strategy like it was a hot ticket. Okay. I chased, I threw money at it. I put credit cards on it. I fought with my husband about it because I was sure that's what I needed. Mm-hmm. Until one of the years I said, this is my year to implement everything that I know because I know stuff and I'm not going like, this is just a mindset year in what I'm going to implement all the strategies that I know. And that's the year that my business took off. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. So let's talk about your business before we wrap this up. How do people work with you and what do you have going on right now? So I do this amazing combination of strategy and mindset, and it's all combined inside the Six Figure Figure Society. The Mm -hmm. Six Figure Society is a place where, again, strategy meets mindset, and entrepreneurs come with with an idea, or they haven't really reached that six-figure mark yet, and that's the place for them. And it's amazing. It's a really holistic way of doing business, you know, like the lean back sales strategy, the reverse sales strategy. We talk about the power hour. We do all the foundational stuff. And then my Making Millionaires, which is my one-on-one, where my clients were already at six, maybe multi-six figures, and they're ready for that million-dollar mark. And that's where we're going to dig deep and really change their identity to be someone who is the embodiment of success and will go for that one million. That's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. So because this is a sales podcast, the last question that I always ask my guests, and we'll make sure we put all of your links and all of your handles in the show notes, because if you're listening to this podcast, I definitely want you to connect with Rebecca because she's an absolute powerhouse. But the last question that I always ask the people on the podcast is what makes you buy from somebody online? It makes me buy somebody online when I see that they are truly walking they're talking different ways right now i'm not chasing the results my results my results i'm not for, for the hustle but when i see they're showing up and they're consistent in the way that they show up and they're talking the talk they're not putting one post and say hey i made a hundred thousand dollars with this post but they're consistently and they're showing up and they have this consistent energy that's somebody i'm willing to put my money on for instance my coach that i was between two coaches one of them has a very much that feminine energy and the other one she's in the farm in the middle of nowhere you know with her chickens I'm a city girl. I have a black thumb. I don't put like yeah. that farming is not my thing. And I didn't connect with the farming. I connected with her because she, she has this constant energy. She's mm-hmm. always constant. There is no hustle. There is this ease about the way she does things. And I can see the strategy and the mindset embodied in her. And that's why it makes me invest in people. 
I love that. I absolutely love that. And I absolutely love the honesty there. So Rebecca, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I absolutely love you. And I love your energy. You guys make sure that you guys are following Rebecca, reach out, slide into her DMs, definitely get to know her. You know, there's nobody that I bring on the podcast that I don't massively edify. So again, go connect with her, go and get to know her. And Rebecca, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. I loved it. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.